with my dad in the garage. The sawdust, that pine saw in the moss. Around every spring, when the winter thaw, we'd huddle around the rail, twist the broken aisle. 7, 10 a.m., no KJR. Daily House's voice would echo throughout the yard. Couldn't have been older than 10, but to me and my friends, the voice on the other end might as well have been God's. 1995, the division series. Eggers at to back, bottom of the 11th inning. Got the whole town listening. Swung on and belted, the words distorted. Joy Core rounds third. Here comes Griffey, the throw to the place, not in time. My oh my, the Mariners win it. Yes, fireworks, they lit up that ceiling in the kingdom. We had just made history. Hello, and welcome to the Swinging Bunt Podcast. Yes, it has been quite a while, as we have said the last few podcasts, but people get busy, you know, that's how it is. Today we have myself, Jake, James, and Wes here on the show. Please be sure to follow us at Bunt Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram at The Swinging Bunt. And then all of us each have our own handles as well. Always you can ask us questions there or email us at The Swinging Bunt, or I'm sorry, at Swinging Bunt Baseball, BSBL, at gmail.com. And we take any emails there as well. Um, without any further ado, let's go ahead and just get right into the show. So we have a few topics we want to talk about today. A lot has happened since we last talked. We've had a trade deadline come and go. We've had the Indians come back from an 11 and a half game deficit to the Twins. Um, we've had rookies break out and hit nearly 10 home runs since we last talked um, before they were even they never even had been on the radar for most people. So what do you guys uh, what do you guys have to talk about today here in the major leagues? What's what's popping out at you? Whew, a lot of stuff. I mean, this this Aquino guy has been, uh, been pretty decent the past few days. Yeah, for the Reds. He's fastest Reds. player ever to nine home runs. Yeah. I can only think of one other rookie who's hotter right now, but uh, yeah, he's pretty good. I don't know if he's hotter. <laughs> he's he's uh, probably better long-term, but in the sense of Aquino or Aquino has come up, he's been the hottest rookie, though, without a doubt. Uh, and there's also that rookie from New York who broke all kinds of records, too. He had nine doubles in a row, or nine doubles in nine straight games. I don't remember his name, though. For the Mets, right? No, the Yankees. Oh, for the Yankees? Yeah. I thought he was on the Blue Jays. Bo, 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 Bo Bichette. Bo Bichette. Yeah, he played uh, for the Is that who you're talking about? Uh, yes, yeah. maybe. maybe. Yeah. He, he's, uh, he's crazy. And then, uh, and then the guy from yeah. San Francisco. I can't say his last name. I'm not even going to try uh, Francisco. The guy that's killing it right now? I'm not aware of him. It's uh, Carl Yastrzemski's grandson. Yeah. He's, he's been decent. But uh, Jordan Alvarez right now. <laughs> yeah, Jordan Alvarez. Not, is, he's actually has... <laughs> he's hitting 350. Nuts, 18 man. home runs in 50 games. He has by far passed Brandon Lowe for the AL Rookie of the Year in my, in my mind. And I think in most people's mind as well. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you there. <laughs> Did you guys really pro- project him to be performing this well? Oh, no way. Yeah, I think so. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I should say this He's well, but been... was he projected to even be anywhere near this kind of a stud? Well, a uh, couple, couple years ago, we traded him for Josh Fields, who little known pitch, is a little-known pitcher who kind of helped the Dodgers out, kind of relief pitcher, maybe a sixth-inning guy, and then he was out of the league after a year. But uh, Alvarez was a little-known minor leaguer. We got you guys got him in, like, much. 2016, right? He was in single A, yep, 18 years old. Just a skinny little Cuban guy. 
I'm very happy to have him. <laughs> I actually lost you there for quite a bit, but I'm sure whatever you said was great. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> He's just praising this boy. Honestly, Jordan is a beast. There are rookies all over baseball, American League and National League, that are making huge impacts for their teams. I think of, um, we talk about Bo Bichet, we talk about Fernando Tatis, Pete Alonso, um, uh, Oscar Mercado, Brandon Lowe, Zach Plesac. Uh, who, who are some other rookie pitchers that I should be thinking Mike about? Mike Soroka? Yeah, Mike Soroka, exactly. Think- Chris, Chris Paddock, Chris Paddock on, the, uh, on Padres. the Padres. I mean, he's not making as big of a difference, and he has slowed down a little bit, but he's on the Padres, so they're not going to have yeah. any kind of luck this year. Although I did, uh, I did go to a Padres game in Seattle. And that was a lot of fun, and got to see Tatis play. He had a line drive smash home run to left field. Um, oh, one thing I wanted to do that I kind of forgot about. I wanted to, uh, as I'm traveling around the country now, I thought it would be fun to do a little bit of a stadium review for whatever stadiums I go to. So I'll be going to Atlanta next week, and I'll give you my opinion of that, James. I'm sure you'll be excited about that. And then mm-hmm. in a few weeks, I'll actually be in Houston, so I'll see both of you guys, hopefully. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, see, Seattle last week, I was not impressed. Um, they had a few cool aspects of it, as in it was being right just outside of downtown Seattle. Uh, it was a little bit of a sketchy area, not, not, not too bad. But cheap parking actually parked for five bucks and walked for about five minutes and got to the stadium and one thing that was cool about it is i'm walking across this bridge and i go down these stairs and i'm at this little like one gate and it just says right field on it no advertisements nothing it looks like i'm entering in like a secret tunnel to get in somewhere and like i hand this old lady my my ticket and she's like go ahead go in I'm like all right <laughs> walk, I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> walk in and boom i'm in a major league baseball stadium so that was kind of cool uh, Welcome to Hades. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'll need one gold coin here. Put these on your eyes. <laughs> um, but no, it was really cool, I guess, that part of it. But besides that, like, I usually try to find one cool thing about a stadium, and uh, it didn't really have much. <laughs> it was pretty cut and dry. Oh. Their, um, their team store, their team shop was pretty cool. They had it. It was quite a bit of a hike to get there on the other side of the stadium from where I was. But when I finally did find it, uh, it was really big and expansive and had, like, this really cool stairway that it went down into the into the shop. Had really high walls full of hats and everything and all kinds of cool memorabilia. So that was pretty cool. Different from any pro shop or team shop I've been in before. But besides that, nothing too great. I was told I had to try the garlic fries by several people. And I got the garlic fries and could not find my fries. There was so much garlic on it. <laughs> I'll post, <laughs> I'll post a picture. <laughs> I'll post a Did you try the fried page. grasshopper? I did not. I actually didn't hear anything about any fried grasshopper. Oh, they're, they're famous for their grasshoppers. Really interesting. The Astros play them a lot, and they're always talking about the grasshopper. Ooh, yeah. That's a bummer. Well, next time. Next it's time. Dope. But yeah, I've been yeah. to like eight or nine stadiums, and I think I only ranked that above um, the White Sox Stadium, which is terrible. That's because it's so bland yeah. and boring. It just didn't have much to it. I mean, uh, the roof that came over the stadium was, I guess, kind of cool. Um, but just walking around the stadium and the exterior had nothing fancy. The inside was just kind of meh, but it's all right. I, I Don't worry. Nice Your next stadium will be much better. Yeah. Atlanta was built like what? Two years ago. Last right? year. Yeah. Oh, uh, last year was the, the first full year we played in it. Correct. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Well, one. I will say, I will say if you like sketchy outdoor places, you will love Houston. <laughs> uh, it's downtown can be kind of sketch at times, nice. you know, but, uh, the, 
inside Minute Maid Park's really nice. Cool. Yeah, I know that Minute Maid's got some uh, cool aspects of it. I wish they still had that hill out there in center, but oh well. Oh, we all, we all miss Towns Hill. Rest yeah. in peace. I'm not sure what they were thinking there. That was but, like, uh, the coolest you know. thing in baseball. Maybe well, after the Green Monster. I mean, it led for a lot of people know. falling up hills, but it was hilarious. Oh, the hitters liked it, but... I mean, everyone has to play in the same field, I guess. But anyways, yeah. yeah. All right, and their flagpole was in play. Yeah, anyway, no, ladies. it's just absolutely <laughs> nuts, man. <laughs> it's like, hmm, let me put this big obstruction here in the middle of this field. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's my Seattle Mariners stadium review in a nutshell. Um, okay, so we talked about rookies. Uh, two other things I think we should talk about. One being Chris Sale being the fastest player ever to 2,000 strikeouts. He passed Edgar Martinez. Um, I think he had 1,000. Oh, I should look, I should have known this. I looked it up. Well, I think it was 1,900 and something innings and in 2,000 strikeouts, which I think a lot of factors go into that. I actually remember uh, the first game Chris Sale pitched against the Indians. I was driving to – I was either driving home from college or I was driving to college. I was just listening on the radio. And just hearing uh, the Indians announcer talk about this young kid who they hadn't seen pitch before and uh, hearing, like, his pitch sequencing and, like, them, the way they were describing his pitching move, just listening on the radio, I was like, man, I feel like this guy's going to be good. And I just remembered his name. I just remembered the name, Chris Sale. And then years later now, he's one of the best pitchers in all of baseball. Yeah, he's had his struggles this year, but he's also had games where he just dominated. And I think it's interesting just to see someone like him who, even when he has a bad day like yesterday, he gave up four earned runs, one earned run, um, and he still had, I think, 12 strikeouts, 11 strikeouts, which is just nuts. That's just how he is. He's he's a hard guy to hit, hard guy to hit. Um, so props to Chris Sale. You guys ever see him pitch before in in person? Nope. Not in person, but uh, he's on my fantasy team, and he did rack up the strikeouts the other night. <laughs> and only, only one or no walk, so, I mean, not only is he striking out a ton of guys, like, Doing a pretty efficient got no walk. So. I just whenever I watch him pitch, just watching his arm angle blows me away. Like it's he, insane. He's so tall and lanky, and like I don't know. I just feel like if I I know for a hundred percent fact if I was hitting him, I wouldn't be able to touch it. But if I was a good hitter, like major league <laughs> level, I still feel like I wouldn't be able to touch it because he just <laughs> looks so different compared to everybody else. Just when you watch him pitch, you see usually most pitchers their arms come, you know right over the top, or they come kind of like out to the side a little bit, you get a three-quarters. His, I almost can't describe it because it's like his arm is just like on a pendulum swinging around his body. And it doesn't look like most people where it's a whip, you know, where it's, it has that action to it. It looks like his body's just rotating his arm around and it has this, such an odd release point. And the, the sliders that he throws just sweep across the entire play. It seems like every pitch he has is moving in towards the batter. It's just a insane thing to watch for me. I love watching him pitch. He's a very unique pitcher, and I think he's really he's having to kind of rely on his stuff now. Well, really his breaking ball and his command more because he doesn't have the 98, 97 mile an hour fastball anymore. Now yeah. it's riding around 991. So uh, I think it'll be interesting to see if, you know, this is just a, a fluke year with a high ERA or, if, you know, if it ends up being around, the, even if it's the high threes or maybe low fours, but yeah. yeah, we'll see. I mean, he's had I games love- where he was absolutely untouchable, and then others where he, you know, gave up five, six runs. And he gave up like eight or nine runs to the Blue Jays once, too. 
I don't know. He had been a two bad starts to the Yankees. I'm sorry, James. Go I don't on. think he's going to. That's okay. I don't think he's going to stay this bad. I think he's just going to. I guarantee you all offseason, he's just going to figure it out, and he's going to come back and dominate. He's just a pitcher, I feel like. Yeah. He's better than anybody I've ever watched in person. I mean, like, you can even... In the last... Intimidating. He just tricks out everybody. Yeah. It's... I feel like... I don't know. To me, Max Scherzer is more... Well, I, Max is my... Probably, but... Yeah. Lefty-righty, so we'll go with that. Okay, sure, sure. <laughs> um, I think one thing about Sale that's interesting is if this does end up being a trend for this year, next year. We even saw Verlander, who just kind of fell off a little bit uh, for a few years in Detroit, and then when he was able to get into a competitive feeling again, something just changed in him where he was able to resurge into, right now, the best pitcher in the American League. Well, and if I can comment on that a little bit... uh... (laughs) Astros, the Astros are very, yeah, pretty good. The Astros yeah. are very analytical, uh, analytically based. You guys don't even have scouts. In, it came in, like, even me, like, I'll, I'll look at a couple, like, trying to apply online. There's like, apply online for Houston Astros position. Must be proficient in, like, all these computer, like, mathematician stuff. I'm like, I'm a sports management major, man. I don't have a computer engineering degree. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So, but uh, they're they very the analy- analytically based, and look at Verlander. Whenever he got over, he started. He got right back where he was. Uh, Cy Young ways. Even Cole, Garrett Cole, he had an ERA over four before then he came back to the Aaron Astros. Sanchez, Sanchez comes in and like, hey, you need to throw curveballs. That's your good pitch. Just keep throwing those. And he comes in, no hitter through six. <laughs> Sanchez, no hitter through six, and now you know we got this terrible pitcher named Granky. So we'll see what happens with him. Yeah, yeah Wes. I can't wait to they all break their legs. Get swept in the wild card round. <laughs> you shut your dang mouth. <laughs> hey, we all ball. It's not a team that wins the World Series, but whoever comes in hot. And it would be the division round, not the wild card round. But that's okay. Unless you're the 2017 Astros. But yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> one other thing I think we should talk about, at least we have to for me. The in- Cleveland Indians were 11 and a half games behind the Minnesota Twins on June 4th. Since then, they have the best record in baseball and are currently a half game behind the Minnesota Twins. They were ahead, what was it, Monday by a half game, but since they've lost two games and Twins have won one. So we're a half game behind. But is that not maybe the best comeback so far this season? I think that you can no. look at the Mets. Okay, okay, sorry. You can look at the Mets, but they are still only at seventy or 61 and 58. So a few games. Let me look at their standings here. I don't want to say it wrong. They are... The Mets are fourth in their division at 61 and 58. So, yes, I did have that correct. They're only three games above 500, and they were hovering only a few games below 500. So, yes, they have turned things around quite a bit in a few weeks here. Um, but still, I, I wouldn't say that their comeback is impressive. I mean, they're not even really – I mean, it's been impressive, but not as impressive compared to the Indians who were below 500 and now have had the best record in baseball. They are 17-3 and three in their last 20 games. The Indians are 44-18, and 18, 19 it's in two months. I just find two months to be more impressive than 20 games. Because if y'all do remember my first podcast with, with y'all, uh, I had the Indians ranked fifth in my power rankings just because I knew they had that in them. Yeah. I don't think anybody had the Mets doing this. I mean, yeah, they picked up Sterling, but... At the but... beginning of the year, people expected the Mets to be good. 
because they were playing for now with Brody. That was his. That was his whole goal. We're gonna play for now, and then they were just awful. I mean, they had the talent. They have Cano and they have Syndergaard and they have uh, Degrom. They had the talent. It just didn't pan out for so long. I think finally their chemistry just started to click a little bit. I'm, don't get me wrong. I think it's impressive, but I think coming back against the Minnesota Twins, who were the best team in baseball for the first half of the season, or one of the best teams in baseball, they're the best record for much of the season, um, and now to be at the top of the division with the best record in the last two months, I think that's very impressive. I don't think you guys are arguing that's impressive, but I find it more impressive than the Mets. Me personally. Maybe I'm a little biased, but still, I think that's pretty impressive. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I wonder. I want to look at who the Mets have played in their last twenty games. I got you, man. Our connection must be really bad because every time it's... you guys talk, I don't hear you. They have played in the last twenty games. The Braves they played today, yet today and yesterday, and they've lost both of those. Well, they haven't lost yet, but well, they're, they're losing. Lose. Nationals, Marlins, Pirates, White Sox. The Nationals are good. And then in July, White Sox, Pirates, Padres. Giants have been bad since they were good for they were good for a while and they've been bad since. Twins they won both games against the Twins that's impressive, and Marlins so there's their twenty games they play two good teams, so I don't know how impressive that may be. I mean I, you have to beat the you you can't knock them they can only play who they who they schedule, but at the same time, twenty games against and it's I mean it's also MLB so I mean a bad team's still a good team. I beg to win. <laughs> Unless you're the Orioles against the Yankees. That's the yeah. only oh, situation. Yeah. Speaking of, well, the Yankees have won uh, 13, <laughs> 13 straight against the Orioles. And they have 16. Homer, 16? 16 oh, straight. The, the 13 I'm thinking of is the number of home runs that, um, oh, what's his name? The guy for the Yankees has hit against the Orioles this year. Sanchez? Not Sanchez. No. Um, uh, Ursula. Yeah, yeah, no, not Urshela. Torres. Glaber Torres. That's who it is. That's right, that's yeah. right. Glaber Torres right. has hit 13 home runs against the Orioles. No player has ever hit that many home runs against a team in a single season. And he had three home runs in one game the other day. Or it was, I think it was a doubleheader. Three home runs and a doubleheader. So, yeah, uh, I think they're having their way with the Orioles this season. <laughs> Holy cow. I think, I think I've think i hit five home runs against the Orioles this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on the show. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, I don't have the show. No, the, the <laughs> Orioles, they're bad. They're bad, and the Yankees are good, so this is going to happen. But that's absolute dominance. No team has ever dominated another team like this before, so very, very impressive, I should say. But, yeah, the Orioles, are, are they are that bad. I mean, they're probably the worst team in baseball this year, and the Yankees are possibly the best, so good to see that stuff happens. Good to see, good to see. Although I hate the Yankees. I hate it. I was talking to someone at work today how frustrating it was to play the Red Sox and to lose two out of three to them at home when we're about to go on, the Indians are about to go on to a um, a very long road streak of a lot of tough teams. And he's a Yankees fan. He's like, ah, you just got to put the, the uh, Orioles in your schedule more. It'll be a lot better. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. All right. They're um, definitely what you call a uh, slump buster. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Do you guys want to talk about anything else before we go into our final topic that I kind of wanted to address today? Which is, which one? Uh, I want to talk about this playoff bracket. Oh, uh, maybe. Feel free. We can kind of hit 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 two with kind of one stone there. Uh, the I put down Acuna going to steal MV, NL MVP, and then James put under the radar MVP. All right, let's so. let's do this. 
Let's look at the three contenders right now. We got Bellinger, Yelich, and Acuna. Let's get their numbers up if we can. Um, I'll get Yelich. You get Bellinger. I, West, I got Acuna. You have Acuna. Okay. <laughs> so well, I got I got Yelich pretty easily. He's on my fantasy. Okay, team, I'll but... do Bellinger. Bellinger. <laughs> but I mean, who's it? <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. All right, I'm pulling it up. Yada yada yada. Batting statistic. One thing I think that he carries more than the other two is defensive war. He adds a lot of defensive war, so that's gonna be a hard thing to con- to uh, overcome for the other two guys. I don't even know how to find that. I'm gonna go to Baseball Reference. It's way better. Yeah, Baseball Reference, Fan Graphs, whatever. Pick your poison. I like Fan Graphs. I know. I'm a little bitter towards Fan Graphs after our fantasy league, but that's my personal opinion. After our fantasy league. Yeah, well, didn't we do that the first year? No, that was a different. That was different than fan graphs. That was something else. Fan tracks. Fan tracks. Yes. I can see. You see how that's confusing, right? <laughs> I guess. All right. <laughs> so Cody Bellinger here. I'll give you his his line right now, uh, if I can read it properly. He has. Ah, this is not right. So I'm sorry. Sorry, I'll cut this out. 2019. Here we go. 39 home runs. 95 runs, 90 RBI, 9 stolen base, um, 317 average, 414 on-base percentage, 660 slugging. So his OBP is 1014. Uh, that's pretty dang good. Well, uh, how many games has Bellinger played this season? Cody Bellinger has played in... Where's games played? He has 500 plate appearances, exactly. Games played. So he's probably played like 118, 115. Um, why don't I see this here? It's the G. I know the it is, G. but it's not showing up <laughs> the way it usually does. Um, I don't know. It doesn't say. I'm trying to find it. I know he's played in more than Yelich, that's for sure. Yeah, so Yelich is... Oh, there we he's go. Got, he's he's, played, in he's played in 116 sure. games. Okay, so he's played 10 more games than Yelich. Okay. So Yelich has kind of hit the injury bug a little bit, yep. but... Uh, just listen to the numbers, and we'll see who's got the better among these two. Uh, so Bellinger, or I'm sorry, Yelich, 471 plate appearances, 39 home runs, same as Bellinger, mm-hmm. 24 doubles, 83 runs, so it's 12 less, 23 stolen bases, 85 RBIs, a 333 average, 425 on base percentage, 699 slugging percentage. And a one one two four OPS. That those are both. Uh, However, he does not have the he does not have the WAR that Bellinger does because of the defense. The defense, yeah. Bellinger has is it's either first most or second most defensive assists from an outfielder. Uh, Yelich's WAR six point oh this season. Yeah. Um. All right. What about Acuna? Let me hear Acuna's. I'm gonna give you. He's le- just gonna throw this out there. He's leading in runs, hits, and stolen bases in the National League. Just gonna throw that out there. Okay. How many stolen bases? His twenty-eight. Okay, so he's got what, uh, three more than Yelich. Five more than five more than Yelich. Okay, okay. He uh, has a hundred and one runs, a hundred and forty-seven hits, uh, thirty-four home runs, eighty-one RBIs, twenty-eight stolen bases. Uh, batting average is two ninety-nine. His on base is three seventy-eight. Slugging 543 and OPS 921. So he doesn't sound as good, but this is all mostly from more recent than the beginning. He's been surging lately, is what you're saying. Say, say his um, ratios, so his average and whatnot. Huh? His average and OBP and slugging again. Oh, 
His batting average is 299. His OBP is 378. His slugging is 543. His OPS is 921. Home run, RBI totals again? Uh, Home run, 34, RBI, 81. Okay, so How about his, a war for Yellow, for Acuna? Uh, uh, let's see. 4.4. That's offensive war. 5.1, sorry. Total. 5.1 total. I uh, looked up Bellinger's war. It's like 7, yeah. isn't it? This was 7.5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yelich was 6.0, and Acuna's 4.4. I think Bellinger has the lead so far. Right? Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I mean, Yelich has less games, but uh, higher average OPS, uh, same amount of home runs, less runs, but more, more RBIs. Bases, but, yeah. And more stolen bases. So I'd probably give the nod to Yelich, but then again, Bellinger's defensive is Yeah, I think the incredible. defense is... So, if if Yelich and Bellinger are so close, I think that the defense breaks it for Bell- Bellinger. So, I'd, I'd agree with you with that, actually. But I, I don't think, think the go ahead, James. The records, the records, going to kill him too because I'm one of the best records in baseball. I yeah. think that's going to well, be a huge play in it too. Yeah, the Dodgers do. The, the counter best argument to that is Mike, Mike Trout. Mike Trout's probably going to win true. AL MVP. He's yeah, always going to win. Though. Yeah, but <laughs> it's also not as close there. Right, there's no competition this year in the AL. Yeah, I mean. Trout's, Trout's got it. Of course, Altuve starting to play like Altuve. Thank the Lord and my fantasy team. Yeah, you've got. Ramirez doing well too in your fantasy team. I don't have Ramirez. Oh, I keep forgetting you traded him like an idiot. No, I was not an idiot. Mm, okay, we won't discuss this. I got Verlander. <laughs> I'll take Verlander over him. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that Anyhow. that race is not over. I think any of those three guys could surge and win it. Uh, I do think the hardest path is for Acuna, but I'm not saying it couldn't happen. I do think it could happen. Boy. All right. So let's go ahead and do this. Let's go ahead and look at the standings in the majors and try to figure out as a show, as a show, we're going to come up with who we think will win the World Series, make it to the World Series, etc. We're going to go through the playoffs and kind of do a little bit of a, a bracket challenge like you would do for the college uh, brackets, right? So let's go ahead and look at this. Right now in the American League, your division leaders are the Yankees with a 10-game lead. The Twins with a half-game lead over the Indians. And the Astros with a nine-and-a-half-game lead over Oakland. Your wild-card teams in the American League are the Indians, like I said, half-game behind the Twins, and the Rays, and right behind them are the Oakland A's. So your wild-card game at this moment would be Cleveland and Tampa Bay. Look at the National League, and we have the division leaders being Atlanta with a five-and-a-half-game lead over Washington. The Cardinals and the Cubs are tied um, with the Cubs, or sorry, the Cardinals having one fewer loss because they played two fewer games. They each have a one and a half game over Milwaukee, and the Dodgers have a 19 and a half game lead <laughs> over Arizona. So I think the two safest, or three safest teams right now are the Dodgers, Astros, and Yankees. All the other teams, I think the race is still up in the air. Atlanta was the next closest with a five-and-a-half game lead over Washington. Oh, we should mention the National League wildcard race as well. Right now, National League wildcard is the Washington. Cubs, Nationals. Yep, the Nationals and the Cubs with 
short, closely followed by the Brewers game at half pint. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and pick our division winners. Um, I'm going to say American League, Houston Yankees, Cleveland. I think Cleveland is a better team than Minnesota. And with Corey Kluber and Carrasco both coming back soon, I think that that's going to really strengthen the team. Carrasco moving to the bullpen. Kluber's going to be starting. I think that that's going to make the team a lot better. Also, even with these last two games with Boston, Puig was serving his suspension that he got for playing with the Reds after he had already been traded to Cleveland. It's a really frustrating uh, topic here in Cleveland. (laughs) Um, And then for the National League, I think my division winners are going to be Dodgers, Braves, and I'll probably say the Cubs over the Cardinals and the Brewers. What about you guys? James? I agree with all those. All those? Yeah. So you I mean, said the Dodgers. The only one is Dodgers, Braves, Central. Central. Dodgers, like. Dodgers, Braves, uh, Cubs. Dodgers, Cubs, okay. Uh, the only one I think, uh, I think the Cardinals, I think Paul Goldschmidt's been terrible all year, and he's kind of heating up. Yeah. So if they're, well, yeah, so he's, he's been really hot lately, but if they can, if they can kind of keep it together, I think that they can win that. Um, but uh, and I, I do agree with you with the, with the Indians over the Twins. Uh, I think I kind of have a man crush on Shane Bieber. Uh, <laughs> we all. Who doesn't? Dude, <laughs> dude is very underrated, uh, and I think uh, I don't know how he'll do in the playoffs. You know, young young pitchers in playoffs are kind of questionable. I mean, but he was. The I think he, I think he'll definitely MVP. carry you to the. I think he'll definitely carry y'all to the playoffs for right. sure. Uh, you know I think he'll win the in the division for y'all. You know who I think is even more under the radar than Shane Bieber. Mike Clevenger. Yeah. He has been pitching. He missed most of the season with a back injury, but his first three games of the year, he hadn't allowed a single run. And during his third game, he injured his back. Came back, had two goose eggs as he was coming back uh, from his recovery. But after, since then, he's been lights out, and this was his first questionable game with the Red Sox. He only gave up three runs, and that was the most runs he'd given up since he since, I think, June 17th or something. So both of those guys, I think, are two really young pitchers who are on the Indians for, like, the next 100 years, I think. So that's exciting. I've been very, like, start of the season, like, Yankees, yeah, they're great. Red Sox were good, but uh, they didn't have the pitching that the Indians had. So they're, they're really, they're the big, they were the big team for the season I was worried about for playoffs. But, you know, the hitting hasn't been consistent enough. So yeah. And the Yankees hitters have just been hitting home runs with, every with single having... bat, seems like. With having Puig um, and Frenmir Reyes both starting to really heat up, they were playing really well against the Twins. And then when Puig started serving a suspension, the offense kind of fell flat today. But the last two games they did well. So we'll just see what happens. Playing the Red Sox is always weird. I feel like you never know who you're playing against. You know what I mean? One day you can get the really good Red Sox. Like Raphael Devers hit eight straight hits. Was five doubles, a home run, and two singles. He was my, by the way, he was my AL under the radar MVP. But that was completely side note. Yeah, no, I think I he, he could catch up. He's hitting like three twenty seven. Uh, has the most hard hit balls in baseball. He's second in, or he's first in doubles now. Uh, twenty seven home runs, twenty eight home runs, I think. Yeah, he's he's awesome. His defense sucks though. I mean, it's atrocious. Yeah. Okay, with him all. <laughs> All right, so we're decided on our division winners. Do we want to say, can we settle on Twins Tampa Bay for wild card? Um, sure. Okay. Yep. Oakland and Boston are really the only two contenders. Boston's like eight games out. Oakland's two. But I think the Twins are better than Oakland. But anything can happen. Oakland's in an easier division, so it's possible that they could win some more games in Tampa Bay. 
All right, National League. This is where it gets really tough. <laughs> National League wild card. The two leaders that we would have right now would be Washington and St. Louis. Do you guys have changes to that or no? I feel like the Brewers uh, uh, must sneak in. I do not. No. Their pitching's pretty Don't good. at me. Don't at me, Toby, but I'm going to say the Mets knock out the Nationals for that the Mets last are gonna wild jump. card spot. You're saying the Mets are going to jump two, two teams. and a half games. They're going to jump two teams, though. Three teams. Phillies, Brewers, oh, yeah, three and teams. the Mets. That's a tough thing to do. That's what I always look at. Like, when I'm looking at wild card rankings, right, and people are like, oh, we're not out of it. We're only a few games behind. Yes, you're only a few games behind. But you also have three teams that have to do worse than you. Doing better than one of those teams, sure, that's possible. Two, sure. Three, that's hard to do. To do better than three of those teams is rough. That's a, that's a tall task. I agree. But they have yeah, been doing better I, lately. I think, uh, you know, it's, it's all about getting hot at the right time, which is, you know, those last 25, 30 games of the season, I think, are are the best indicator of who can win the World Series. So, all right, well, I don't think they'll win the World Series, but, yeah. We must decide who are going to be our wild card teams. I think Nationals, Cardinals. I mean, I had Cubs and... Well, we have the Cubs in uh, the division. Okay. You're outvoted, Wes. <laughs> All right. Well, well, Cardinals definitely in the wild card. Okay, I have well, the Cardinals, go. too. Uh, I want to say Milwaukee, but I guess we'll just go with Nats, I mean, I, if I had to pick... If I had Cardinals to pick over Nationals... Nationals or Brewers, I think I would pick uh, probably the Brewers, honestly. I just think of the Nationals pitching. Yeah, They do have the pitching, but the bullpen is still shaky. But they also have the wild card game lead now as well. we got to move along. Let's just say for the sake of how, the, how it's set up right now, we'll say Nationals-Cardinals with the Cubs bumping the Cardinals. Okay, That's just what we'll do just for sake of moving along. Alright, so that being said, We'll do American League first and get we'll get our guys to the World Series here. The number one seed would be the Houston Astros, so they'd play the wild card team, and the Yankees and the Indians would play each other first in the division round. Wait, so, wait, wait, wait. You said the Astros are the one seed? I have the Yankees, the Yankees as the one seed. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. I read that wrong. Yankees are the one seed. So Astros, Indians are going to be playing each other in the division round. So we'll go ahead and say the wild card game is Twins, Tampa Bay. In one game, I'm giving it to the Twins with their offense. I mean, they could hit six home runs in a game. Yep. And they have Jose, if they have Jose Barrios pitching, he's either one good pitcher. I All right, hear game. me out. Hear me out. Okay. Rays. Charlie Morton in the playoffs. Yep. Is that all you got? I think, I think Tampa Bay sneaks past Minnesota. I do love Charlie freaking Morton. You know, I know you do. Got that Tampa Astros, <laughs> but, uh... Yeah. How, how, what's the head-to-head to Minnesota? Minnesota Tampa Bay's head-to-head record. Yes. Let's see if I can find it out real quick. Tampa Bay head-to-head record. <laughs> Twenty nineteen. All right, here we go. Hmm. Oh, and it went to hockey. Fantastic. Helpful. Right. Helpful. So I'm going through. So I got win. So. One and three. I got. They probably gonna play each other like seven times in a season. Two and six. 
All right, so the the Rays are two and six against the Twins this year. Yeah. Okay, and what games did they win? Who pitched? Uh, I'm sorry, this is, I'm just getting deep with this stuff. Yeah, I see that. Sticking one wild card game. <laughs> exactly. I've lost. I've lost on an infield fly that wasn't an infield fly. So I want to hear it. <laughs> what? You don't remember that? Well, yeah, I don't know what you're oh, talking look. about. Charlie Morton won the first one. Okay. And the yeah, they won, won the other six. To three. <laughs> and let's see. And his uh, some random pitcher won Yar Yarbrough. Yeah, Tyler Yarbrough. That, oh, that was in the 18th inning. I don't know, man. I I still go race. I think you're outvoted here. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm of course you're gonna go with the, the high, so we'll go Twins. All right, so we got Twins playing the the Yankees and the Indians playing the Astros. Honestly, as much as it pains me to say it, I want the Indians to beat the Astros, <laughs> but the Astros honestly have probably the only pitching staff that's better than the Indians, and they have a much better offense. So in a five-game series, I can't see the Indians beating the Astros as much as the pain. I mean, I can see it happening. It can happen if they're hot and their pitching staff just comes lights out. Um, but the Astros are a better team, and I think that the Astros will win that, that series. I'm going to go with the Indians. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> Astros. Astros. I think the Astros are the most complete. Uh, Astros. All right, Yankees-Twins. It's going to be like 56 to 54. Yeah, that's going to be crazy because neither team has good pitching and they both hit like crazy. Twins have most home runs, but I think the Yankees are a more complete team, yes? Yeah, I'd say Yankees. Yankees have a good bullpen. If the Yankees, if, if the, they do have a great bullpen, I'll give and you that. They, 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 just get, they just need to get their pitching, starting pitching right. Yeah. Paxton's been better recently. His last four starts, he's been pretty good. And they're starting to rest Herman in between starts. To get, make, keep him ready for the playoffs. And Severino's supposed to come back soon, but he probably won't be a starter for the playoffs. Yeah, probably, but it'll be a relief. But that's a great, yeah. that's a great three inning bullpen guy right there. Mm-hmm. All right, Yankees, Houston. Houston. <laughs> out of the beginning uh, of the season, I said the Yankees are my World Series favorite. Now I expect their pitching to be better. Um, but. Just for that sake, I want to say the Yankees. I do think Houston's a better team, but I want to say the Yankees, though, because I think they're going to win, honestly. All right, hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. Okay. Yankees still don't have Stanton. Uh, they have had Judge the whole season. But, however, like I said, we talked about earlier, they've won, like, 18 games against the Orioles. So that's, like, 18 automatic victories. So the record's a little inflated. A little however, however, they don't have their whole team still playing. Which um, hasn't affected them pretty much not at all. <laughs> yeah, but they're only going to probably get better. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think it's a toss-up. I think it's a fifty-fifty chance. I'm going to go Houston all right. just because Six. I like them better. Yeah, I well, hate hold, Yankees. So hold hold on. Well, 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 let me see if I can turn you, James. So the Astros' big thing against the Yankees is the curveball. We love playing Stanton. We love playing Judge. James said Houston. If y'all. Well, yeah, I know. I'm just trying to, to sway him so it's not a toss-up for him. Oh, okay. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so we, we, we actually like facing Stanton and Judge because they can't hit a they can't hit our curveballs. If you all remember Lance McCullers in the playoffs in 2017, they threw like 65 straight curveballs. That's like 2016 when the Indians came and played Javier Baez. I was like, yes, he's going to strike out because we'll just throw a curveball in the dirt. <laughs> or a slider. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, now, DJ LeMahieu has been an unexpected uh, thorn in our side. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but I think 
I don't think he'll be able to do it by himself. And yeah, yeah, like Couchman and Ursella have been good stories, but uh, you know, unproven playoffs. Urshela is the reason they'll... we got knocked out of the playoffs against the Yankees. What was it two years ago? So yeah. I'm a little salty. So Literally, I just think the pitching he... for the Astros are just are just, they're just too playoff proven, and they're they're too they're too good. They're two years ago good. against the Yankees. So a year after the Indians went to the World Series, we still looked like the best team in the American League, right? And Jason Kipnis had to go play in the outfield because our outfielders were injured. So Jose Ramirez, being like the all-star MVP he was that year, uh, had caliber. Overrated. He had to move Sorry. to second base, <laughs> which was his original position. So we're like, all right, move to second base. That's all right, no problem. We have Giovanni Urshela, who's one of the best defensive third basemen in baseball, but he can't hit worth a lick. Comes in, had like three errors in the playoffs, and we lost the we lost the series because of him. A big reason. And then we trade him to Toronto. Toronto trades him to the Yankees, and he's hitting and like he matches balls. 15, <laughs> 25 home runs, eighty RBI, and we're just like Michael course, Brantley. Yeah, you're not every time, every time. Uh, I don't know why I do this with you guys. I thought you were my friends. All right, so we're going with Houston. They went right? Four for five tonight, by the way. Yeah, good Houston. Night. He still gets a he still gets standing ovation whenever he shows up to the Indians games because we love him so much. <laughs> he gets one at Houston too. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. National League. So we got Houston going to the World Series. American League, National League. We've got the Washington Nationals playing the St. Louis Cardinals in a wild card game. Who do we got winning that? With Max Scherzer pitching, I gotta go Nationals. I got Nationals. Yeah. Yeah, I know I didn't pick the Cardinals, but. I know I picked the Mets, but I think I'm going to go with the Nationals, too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to make the Duval card. Okay, they're going well, on. Well, <laughs> I think the Nationals, <laughs> I think it's just a terrible matchup for the Cardinals. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, think they're pitching just it, terrible matchup. It's a terrible matchup whenever you face Max Scherzer. Let's just put it that way. If he comes back. If he comes back. Which I think he will. I'm sure he will. Who's the two and the three for the Cardinals? Oh, well, you got Strasburg, and who's the three? Uh, Corbin? Corbin. Yeah, Patrick Corbin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Nationals. And that's just one game that is the wild card. All right, not, so now we've got dead. now we've got Dodgers, Nats. Uh, Dodgers. I would say Dodgers as well. The best team in the National. Wait, League you didn't say team. you didn't say Dodgers or Braves. What? Well, Braves no, would Braves. play the Cubs. Braves will play the Cubs. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, Dodgers. Okay. <laughs> and Braves. Cubs. I think I think it'd be a good series, though. I mean, those pitching matchups would be phenomenal to they watch. They would be fun to watch. Clayton Kershaw. But the thing is, Dodgers. Clayton Kershaw is going to be pitching the playoffs. That's almost an automatic loss at this point. If you ask our good old buddy Jack. <laughs> Jack. Clayton. Oh, Clay, Jack. Playoff Kershaw is not the best version of Kershaw. That is for sure. However, Hugh Junroo and Walker Bueller. His name is not Hugh Junroo. It's Hugh Junroo. You. It's not that hard. Jun John who? Fault witch? Every time. You guys are the worst. I think, I don't know if you two, if I've ever known anyone who's had so many pronunciation issues as you guys. Maybe the Courtney's. Maybe. They can't talk Out. clear, though. <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. All right. So we got the Dodgers. Braves and Cubs. I got to say Braves. I think the Braves are one of the most exciting uh, teams to watch. And the thing that's cool about the Braves is they're going to be good for a long time. So. I like the Braves in that series. Go ahead, Wes. Yeah, I just, you know, if I, I'm definitely with the Braves as well. And I think the Cubs are a little overrated this year. Well, they're they're also, just not on the same level as the Braves. They're only a few um, games above 500, uh, eight games above. So, I mean, that whole yeah. division has been underwhelming. 
to me. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm definitely with the Braves. They just, uh, I think the, they might have problems with, you know, such a great, you know, well, with the lack of a pitching staff. And no offense, James, but uh, the bullpen's been shaky, and Keiko hasn't been what y'all wanted him Keiko to be. Keiko be did really good today. Let's go throw that okay. out there. Well, well, I'm glad because he's been, yeah. He always has one really bad inning, and it just completely ruins everything. Usually the first inning, yeah. But no, I agree. picked... We have not picked a uh, upset yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this is what I think is going to happen. <laughs> Yikes. All right. Well, I think this is where my first upset pick is going to come. We got the Braves against the Dodgers. And uh, the Dodgers have been in the last two World Series and have come up short. Uh, well, they were both Game 7, correct? Yeah. Astros and Red Sox both went to seven games. Um that's very upsetting, but I don't see them making it to the World Series again this year, even though they're probably better this year than they were the last two. But I don't know. I just feel like the Braves are going to make it. I just got that gut feeling, man. I love watching them play. Maybe that's part of it, but I feel like the Braves are going to beat the Dodgers out. I hope I didn't just curse them. I'm sorry, James. But that's what I say. <laughs> All right, hear me out. You've said hear me out a lot today. I don't think there's any way the Dodgers do not make the World Series. Really? I think they're just so good. They're too good. I hope so, but I don't think so. Do you think... Now, I know the gap is is vast between the Dodgers and the rest of the National League teams, but do you give the Dodgers a better chance than any other team in the American League? To win or to... To make it. And the, Okay, say that again. Ask the question again. Sorry. So you're saying there's no chance the Dodgers don't make it to the World Series. So I, I mean, there's, say there's that for any always team in the not American a chance. League? Uh, probably not. I think they would be, I think they would be top. I think them and Houston are about equal. Okay. Interesting. But there's more competition in the American League, though. Yes. At the top, not all around. Yeah. Thanks, and Astros. Okay. So what about you, Wes? You've got, we've got Dodgers and, uh, Braves. Who do you pick? Yeah, that'd be the tiebreaker. I mean, I would like to pick the Braves because, uh, you know, Acuna is so exciting. So is Ozzy Albies, honestly. Uh, he's, he's fun to watch. And Friday at court. This month. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yes, we know. you know. You've sent us a gif of every single home run he hits. That's Acuna, not Albies. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said Acuna. Get it right. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, who are the top three pitchers for the Braves? Starting pitchers? Uh, Max Reed, Mike Soroka, Julio Tehran. That's Which not... Tehran has been phenomenal this year. Yeah. I feel like a I genius think, for having him on my fantasy team. <laughs> I think next year could be could be the year they win it all. But that I think I'm gonna go with the Dodgers. Yeah, that pitching staff doesn't match up too well against the Dodgers, but get, get some postseason experience and I think you know, I think next year could be the year for sure. Are they losing anyone on offense next year, Freddie or anything like that? Uh no, Freddie's there for a little I think he's gonna be there for the rest of his career. Acuna's yeah. there for ten years, obviously there for eight years. Other way around, whatever. It's just ridiculous. Uh, Meanwhile, and maybe they get like a Kyle Wright to come up and do well. And uh, who's the other guy? Ian, Ian Anderson. It, uh, I can't wait for him to come up. I'm so excited about him. Meanwhile, Paul Dolan says for the Indians, while the Braves are getting 10 year and eight year contracts out of their all stars, when asked about Francisco Lindor and his contract, <laughs> I'll let him go. <laughs> he says, enjoy him while he lasts. <laughs> I don't know how we haven't burned Cleveland to the ground yet. You know what's really depressing is that Dansby Swanson has been out for like a month and he was like our fourth best hitter. It's crazy, man. Ugh. It's not fair. Wealth of riches, your two teams. Wealth yeah, of riches. I, did, I, 
I did draft Dansby in my fantasy league this year, but I dropped him because I was like, oh, he's not going to do well. It's okay. <laughs> James dropped Brad Hand. It's not that big of a deal. It it's a points league, so it's not that big of a deal. He only has the most saves in baseball. Hear me out. <laughs> All right. How so, do I wait? One more thing. One more thing. Uh, hurry. All right. So the Braves, with all the trades, even though the trades really haven't panned out the way that we thought they would, uh, we didn't get rid of one person in our top ten in our farm system awesome. to get all those people. That's awesome. So we're pretty stacked for, you know, life. Yeah, the Indians only had to trade away Trevor Bauer, and we got three prospects and two major league ready players, and we've already got one prospect pitching in the majors too. So that's good. I was happy with our trading too, especially since Bauer's going to be leaving next year anyways. Um, all right, so we got Bray, I'm sorry, Dodgers versus the Astros. Uh, let's see. The Dodgers at this point would have home field advantage. Dodgers have been twice in a row. Astros have won one already. I'm going to have to go last in this one. You guys go ahead and go first. I'll go first. Okay. Houston. Okay, Wesley. Well, I, th- I think it's going to be difficult because Jordan Alvarez has been the hottest hitter on our team the past since he's been up. And... He's, but he's only a DH, so unless we stick him in left field, Brantley in right field, that's going to be a huge factor for us. Saying that, uh, it's just so biased. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go with the Astros, though. The pitching's th- just the pitching's just too much for me. I think it's unanimous. I think adding Granky just tips the scale. I without Granky, I may have said the Dodgers, especially without Granky and Alvarez. But now that you have just an offense that's clicking on all cylinders, you guys are healthy, uh, I don't see really a weak point in your armor. And you got Ryan Presley and Studs pitching in your bullpen. You got Brantley and Springer and just guys all over the field who are hitting the ball out of the park, hitting for average, walking. It's just really not fair. The Dodgers, though, are, the, I think, the best threat to that. They've got the pitching. They've got Kenley Jensen. They've got the closer. They've got fielding. They've got hitting. But I do think when you go Verlander, Cole, Granky, eh, I don't see a lot of a lot of good coming out of there. <laughs> no, and uh, I will say the Astros bullpen has been a little a uh, little iffy recently. Uh, Granky or not Granky, Presley gave up a grand slam just today, which sucked. But uh, <laughs> um, you know, still has the ERA about two two and a half. Uh, Suno's still really great closer, and Will Harris has had a bounce back year as a setup man. So yeah, you know, six seven. Six seven nine or seven eight nine. It's been shut down. So yep, not too fair. All right, let's go ahead and get into our power rankings and wrap the show up. So I think after looking at them, I think ours are pretty similar as they usually are. I've got my top five: Astros, Dodgers, Yankees, Braves, Indians. Just ahead of the Twins, even though the Twins are ahead half game, I think the Indians' resurgence has shown to me that they're a better team than the Twins. What about you guys? I had Yankees number one, even though. I, I have them in Astros really tied right now, but I have I put Yankees at first just because they're ahead. Dodgers three, Braves four, Indians five, Twins six. So I had the same five six as you four five six. Okay. Wesley, yeah, we I all, think uh, we, we I, I think one through seven is really pretty much the same, or mostly. I mean, we all think the Rays are either seven or eight, but I have Astros one, Dodgers two, Yankees three, Braves four, Indians five, Twins six, Rays seven. All right, that's where I differ with you. I have the Cubs 7, 
just because I think part of their record is knocked down because they're playing better competition in their division than the Rays are. Uh, I know the Rays have a slightly better record than the Cubs, but I do think that the Cubs are playing better competition on a more on a more on a more regular basis. Yes, the Rays play the Yankees a lot, but uh, still, I think the Cubs playing against better competition is a little bit different. Um, and then I've got Cubs Rays. I mean, they're next. Back to back, so it's not that big of a difference. Cubs, Rays, Nationals, and finally rounding out the top ten is the Cardinals. I had the Rays at seven, like uh, West, but I had the A's at eight, the Nationals at nine, and the Cubs at ten. So there's a team we haven't mentioned yet today. I want to talk about them really quick. The A's. Where do you guys' takes on them this year? Are they like just a team who's not really there? To me, this is what I think. The A's are a team who are a few years out yet. And I don't really think they're quite in the rebuilding phase, but I don't think they're really quite, you know, contenders. I don't think they would win a playoff series no matter who they played. Um, and to me, they're just kind of hanging around with a decent record, but they're just an average team. That's how I look at them. This is a typical Billy Bean team to me. Uh, I mean, a bunch of guys that just kind of look like they're just thrown together, but here we are at the end of the season, and they're right in, they're right in it. Um, they could easily win, you know, Take win a few games and they they could easily be in the playoffs as a wild card team, but are they contenders? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I do love their lineup though. I do love Olsen, Chapman, uh, name three Piscotti, more players: Piscotti, Pinder, uh, Simeon. Do I need to keep going? Porfer, Porfer, Profar, Profar, Jerkson, Profar. He plays like seven positions. <laughs> yeah. So the, I like their lineup. It's just they're pitching. I don't even know who their pitchers are. Yeah, especially since Frankie Montas got suspended. Yeah. Oh, uh, pitcher to keep, keep oh, pitcher to, uh, to remember. AJ Puck uh, is on AAA right now. Could be the next Chris Sale. Just so you know. Interesting. Is he with Add on Fantasy Team? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I already I already added him. Oh yeah. I know. Every time I go to add a player, it's like Adam added him five minutes. Before. <laughs> like oh. I was so mad about fantasy football. I was so mad. Don't worry, Wes James. I'll change it. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that ends our show for today. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Um, we will try to be doing this more frequently. I know that next week I'm going to have some time in the, afternoon, in the evenings. So we should be able to get another show out next week and be more frequent as we only have a month and a half left in the season. So thank you for listening. Please do comment and ask questions whenever you can. It always makes the show better. And we hope you enjoyed. Have a nice day and go Tribe.